Hello, hello. This is Alicia Young, and welcome to Teach Me Freedom. This podcast is about learning how to live a freer life from authors, entrepreneurs, and experts. Those who have done it and who teach others how to do it as well, and what it feels like while applying those methods to our lives along the way. Every episode will deliver resources, anecdotes, and or reviews to support you in living a more freedom-filled life. Let's jump in. In this episode, we're talking about my top five tips for bouncing back from being blindsided. And the reason for this episode is because I figured it would be a good (laughs) opportunity based on real life happening um, to share some tips for when the inevitable happens sometimes, such as the unexpected or you think something's going a certain way and then you get caught off guard. Um, So this has very recently happened to me. I was currently working a a contract role and it seemed to be going in a promising direction. I had been invited to um, interview for a permanent role and then afterwards it seemed like all was always good to go but it was dependent on a background check. And so what had happened is shortly after I found out that my job had been, the permanent job offer had been rescinded and my contract had been ended and it was because of some um, previous credit related matters. And I will start off by saying that this is not something that I'm ashamed about in any way, but it just really caught me off guard um, because I wasn't expecting that to happen. And I was getting really excited about the possibilities and I was starting to kind of plan my future. And it was also surprising because I thought that the worst had been over and that I was focused on rebuilding. But it has caused a lot of realizations and so that's something I'll share about more. Um, But basically these five tips that I'm going to share, they can, they can, be applied to any situation of when you're blindsided, but I'm going to use this particular situation as a backdrop, especially because it's so um, fresh and I feel like it helps it to be more relevant in that way. So in addition to tips I'll be sharing, I'm also going to be sharing some resources as well. The first step is to take time to process your emotions because even if that starts off by being shocked, like I'll, I'll admit when it when I first got the call, I was pretty surprised. I was like, really? And it, it was just this feeling of shock because it's like your, your whole world could just change in that moment. Like all the months that I had spent training, the relationships I started building, the door was closed and I didn't have a say in it. And so it was, it, it led to a lot of different emotions. And, and with me, it takes a while for emotions to come to the surface. So just holding that space for myself to <laughs> give myself time to deal with the shock and the emotions that I could feel, but didn't want to reveal as yet, I wanted to give that some time. And the way that I did that was I reconnected with my therapist um, from the BetterHelp app. And I started using that app um, I believe it was in either 2019 or 2020, and I used it because it was very accessible, and I love how you're able to choose different subscriptions that work for you, and so I had developed a really great relationship with my therapist who 
who I find can be very insightful and but also understands some of the previous previous experiences I've gone through so I found that he helps me to get grounded and so that was one part both so I can have the care and support that's necessary when dealing with being caught off guard in that way but also to help me to remind me of tools that I can use or mindsets to bring into play. And this helped to ride the wave. Um, and also, as mentioned before, I am kind of lucky because I had practice with this over the last year. I, it's not my first time being let go. Um, and I, I remember the first time it happened, it was really difficult to deal with because it was the first time it had happened, but it's just the sense, I got the sense of helplessness, of oh, so you were planning this for a while, but nobody was telling me. <laughs> so I just have this idea of, you know, people at the company working behind the scenes knowing that this date is coming up, but not telling me. And of course, there's reasons for that, but it led to this feeling, this sense of distrust, especially when in previous instances, I was not informed of any reason. And all I was left with was trying to, go back to all these different scenarios. I also questioned certain times when I stood up for myself, is this the cost that it came at? And just racking the brain of what why, what could have led to this and not being told. So luckily going through that a few times helped with the process because it helped to kind of bounce back quicker because of that understanding of, okay, well, this has happened and, um, and You've been through it before. You were able to find another job. You've, you were able to be in an environment where you were appreciated and where there was some more communication. And so with that, the next step is to get understanding where possible. This is where I asked for some insight. I, I politely asked, what was the reason that led to this decision? And is there any way that I can provide an explanation for any concerns? And luckily, I got feedback in this in this case where I was told that it was because of previous credit, and I received validation that my efforts were appreciated and my work ethic was appreciated, and that the relationships which were being built were it was mutual, like mutual appreciation, and that really helped with the process as well, because I remember in a previous job that was not provided. I was it was very quick, abrupt meeting, scheduled five minutes before the actual call, and I remember asking why, like what led to this, what could I have done, and just not being given answers, and it it was just this helpless feeling, and it led to this feeling of. It led to many different emotions, but in that very moment, I just felt so, like, helpless and betrayed because it's like I gave my time, my energy, and you were planning this, <laughs> and you're just telling me this now. So you're catching me off guard where I can't really be in the right state of mind to think straight. So I learned from that experience, and it helped to be calmer in this situation as well. And one of the things that I found to also that was also helpful to realize is that we're not always going to get a response. I, I talked to one of my closest relationships and he helped me to create a template email that I could send to just to ask. And he gave me that heads up. Hey, you might not hear back from anybody, but at least you can feel 
confident in yourself that you stood up for yourself and you asked. So I was even more delighted to receive a response. And um, so that was very helpful in that particular situation. One of the biggest reasons to aim to gain an understanding of of why this may have happened or this decision may may have happened is because it's helpful to gain data for how to improve in the future to hopefully prevent this from happening again. Uh, sometimes it's just completely out of our control, but in instances where we do have some level of control and can, can influence how things turn out, then this is helpful for that. Step three is think about how are you going to apply that data that you attained from the situation. So in this particular scenario, it was related, I, I was told that it was related to previous credit. And from that, I learned, okay, well, now I have even more of an urgency to improve my credit. I, it's already been something that I've been working on, but this, to realize that it could close doors that were being open, that really shook me up. But it also it also gave extra emphasis to when I was previously laid off. And I remember being in that situation where I hadn't started building an emergency fund. So it really shook me up financially. And I was really upset at myself and reflected on where was all my money going when I was actually working this job and getting paid for working this job. So when I finished, when I that when that job had ended, I swore to myself that once I get another job, I'm going to really prioritize building an emergency fund. And I, so I'm happy to say that that's been something that I've been working on. And so that has helped with feeling a little bit better of, okay, learn from that experience. And another thing is that from that previous job, that's when I, when being let go from the previous job actually also had me thinking, hmm, okay, maybe I want to, I might want to consider going back to school along with saving the emergency fund. So those are things that I was still pondering and working towards and setting money aside for that. And so every paycheck, every paycheck, I'd be like, okay, where is this resource going? And I thought in the worst case scenario of, okay, if this contract ends at this time, then I would make this amount of money. How much at the end of this time do I want to see put towards an emergency fund and put towards tuition while considering my other recurring expenses or annual or variable expenses that need to be taken care of as well? And so that helped me to really be very intentional with every paycheck that was coming in. And it was very helpful because I used a tool called YNAB, which, for, which stands for You Need a Budget, and that really helped to keep things very clear and also tune into my patterns because I would categorize everything um, that I was spending and everything that I was making. Another applicable point from this experience is that it, it showed me that jobs can be lost for multiple reasons. So like, of course, at a previous role, I, I can only guess the reasons why I had been let go because I wasn't given that information. I can think that it was related to office politics. I could think it was related to performance. I don't know, even though I gave my best and I wanted to make sure that I was protecting and respecting myself at the same time, but I will never know because they won't tell me. Whereas here, it's also, it, it's clicked that, okay, you can do a fabulous job. Once again, you can do a fabulous job have excellent performance and work ethic and be a wonderful person 
build wonderful teamwork relationships and be great at customer service and the role itself. But at the end of the day, the decision has been made that like my previous credit could not be overlooked, even though it's at the point where it's being improved upon. So that was a really big um, aha moment for me because it made me really zone in on, okay, well, going forward, where are you going to focus your energy? Where are you going to focus your attention? Where are you going to focus your effort? And it gave me more reason to really focus on thinking about going back to school, but also on my own business um, because hopefully I wouldn't get fired from my own business. So it just, it really gave a lot of food for thought towards those things. Step four is to build your inspirational soundtrack. And so this consists of many things. So I'll share for me, it consists of different scriptures that I find to be grounding and encouraging. It consists of songs, um, different videos that I have saved to a playlist, and then different affirmations that I've written over the years, and also revisiting my why. So I have two scriptures that I constantly return to whenever I'm feeling disheartened or or scared about and anxious for the future. And the first one is Jeremiah 29 11. So that helps to ground me when I feel like I'm getting caught up in this world and that I'm being thrown back and forth. And even though I'm trying so hard, circumstances are not working out as I would like for them to, but it just reminds me that there is a bigger picture that I cannot see, but I imagine myself in that moment. (laughs) It helps to imagine that in that moment, I was being yanked from something that was not possibly not the correct path for me, uh, focusing on where I'm intended to be down the line. And the other scripture is Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34. And I'm not going to read it, but it's just one that it's one that I constantly go back to. I feel like I'm getting too worried about what's going on in the world and caught up too much in the world. And it just helps to remember that Sometimes, although we need to plan for the future and make wise decisions, sometimes things happen and that requires our focused attention on today and not focusing too much on tomorrow, but being present in what's going on right now. There are also some songs that are very inspirational to me. One of my favorite ones is by Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping, and I love that song. It's one of my anthems, and it just it just reminds me that you know, once you when you get knocked down, just do your best to pick yourself up and keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. That's how you're gonna get stronger, and that's how you can be an inspiration to others. Another song I really, really love is called Intentional by Travis Green, and this is a song I would play on repeat back when I was studying for. <laughs> one of my licensing exams and I just I would just get too 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 caught up in my mind and fearing the worst fearing what if I fail what if this was all a waste I can't get any of this time back and it just also just it would just bring me I'd have to play it like three times but it would eventually bring me to a place of peace where I'm like okay I'm going into this and the the outcome is what it's going to be but I'm doing this because it feels like it's the best thing to do right at this time and believing that it's all going to work out for the best. Um, And then in terms of there's also like videos, affirmations, and just reminding for me, like, like, I know that we all have different whys, although we may have areas that they, that they overlap. But I realized that for me, like my biggest why is to be available to 
do what I was intended to do on planet Earth while I'm here. And then also um, it really reminded me of my desire to go back into the health field. And that's why I'm going back to school. And that maybe in this, maybe going in this direction I was going in, it's not directly health related. So maybe down the line in two years when I'm finished school, two, three years when I'm finished school, maybe I'd be totally far off track or maybe I would be, maybe I would get diverted. So it's like, I can't see. And when I think that way, it helps to bring a sense of calm and peace that it's going to be okay. And there's, there's things, there's reasons that I don't know, but believing that it's all for the best and that it will all work out for the best in the end. And then step five is intentionally moving forward. So from all this data you've accumulated, and now that you're at a place where you can think a little bit more clearly after letting the emotions settle, how are you going to move forward? And for me, I've learned that it's so important to be deliberate about who you share certain things with and also when you may share certain things. So I made sure to hold off before telling certain people because I know that certain people would be very ready to tell me what my next steps needed to be. And if I had not taken that time to just ground myself, then I would get very defensive. But I've learned to be more self-confident in that I know what my next steps will be. I know what I need to do in this situation, but still being open to a certain point to certain guidance, but also not feeling like I don't know the direction I need to be taking, especially having been in this situation previously. In terms of like actual practical things, I realized, well, okay, so it's back to doing the job search and, and also recalibrating plans. Like I had set up plans based on what I imagined my net income would be in a year. And so that included starting to pay off like in a serious way, paying back a previous OSAP loans. Um, but then I realized, well, I'm not able to do that right now in the, in the aggressive way I had intended. So it's time to recalibrate, recalibrate some other goals that were dependent on kind of what this change would have brought forth. Also, counting blessings and being grateful for what positive experiences have come out of this, this whole experience has been part of intentionally moving forward. So some of the, the things I'm grateful for are skills that uh, new skills that I've gained and skills that I've been able to further practice and develop develop even more. And then things that I've learned about the industry that I was working with. Also being able to work with different people and start to develop new relationships, uh, that was a really fun aspect with the teamwork side of things and learning from them and also being able to contribute my skills to that, con that company and just a new experience overall. Of, of just being in that industry and being in that role. It was a new experience and it was cool to see the learning curve start to dip after gaining some mastery over some aspects, like different challenges, like emotional challenges, or just the challenge of learning new processes sometimes, but then with more practice, getting more, uh, more skilled at it. And then one of the biggest things is just the support, um, just really being grateful for the supportive relationships in life and, and this opportunity to lean on them and also learn from them. And 
also grow so that hopefully I can play that role in somebody's life in the future um, if they end up entering the same kind of situation. Hopefully not. It honestly sucks to be blindsided, but it's a part of life, especially with humans. Um, and <laughs> just sometimes it's just the way it is. And we can't, we can't always, although we could wish it be different, uh, we can't always make that call. And sometimes when it comes to what our next steps are, sometimes other people have the power to make that call. And so that was one of the biggest things I took away from this is, is this the life I'm going to continue to live where other people are kind of having that much control to make that call just like that. So it was a big eye-opening experience. So I would love to to hear the tips that you would that you would add. Like, do you, did you find any of these tips to be beneficial? Are there any that you think I missed or anything that you'd like to share based on um, what I've shared in this episode? Um, so you can also, you can reach me at teachmefreedom2020 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram uh, at teachmefreedom2020. And I'll also share in the show notes the resources I mentioned that I have relied upon during this time, which are the BetterHelp app and You Need a Budget. Um, app as well so I'll share those and tune in in the next few weeks because just just finished an episode with Dave Ruel he's a creator of Epic and I'm so excited for you to learn from him he's going to be talking about entrepreneurship and the different types of freedoms and just what he's learned as he's developed as an entrepreneur and one of the one of the brightest things that came out of this experience is that I had the opportunity to interview him because he has specific hours that he's available. And so I thought that I would not get the chance to interview him for months and months and months, maybe years, but it worked out because of what had happened with uh, with the change from this job. So I'm so excited to, for you to hear that and I look forward to hearing your, your feedback on it. So otherwise, as always, honor your time and energy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Teach Me Freedom podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and found it beneficial. Feel free to reach out to us at teachmefreedom2020 at gmail.com. And if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the show on your favorite platform for streaming content. Feel free to comment and leave a four or five star review if you feel so inclined. Connect with you next time.